Morning prayer starts on page four. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Venite on page 9, and there's a uh, preface for the Venite today. Our King and Savior draweth nigh, O come let us adore him. O come let us sing unto the Lord, unto the Lord. let us heartily rejoice, heartily rejoice in the strength, in the strength of, our of our salvation. salvation. Let us let come us before, come before his, his presence with thanksgiving, and, and show ourselves glad in psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall before the Lord, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 34 begins on page 380. I will always give thanks unto the Lord. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O praise the Lord with me, and let us magnify his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me. Yea, he delivered me out of all my fear. They had an eye unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Lo, the poor crieth, and the Lord heareth him. Yea, and saveth him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord tarrieth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see how gracious the Lord is. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye that are his saints, for they that fear him. The lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord shall want no manner of thing that is good. Come, ye children, and hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that lusteth to live, and would fain see good days? Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips if they speak no guile. Eschew evil, and do good. Seek peace, and ensue it. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. The countenance of them that do evil, to root out the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth them, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a contrite heart, and will save such as be of an humble spirit. Great are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of all. He keepeth all his bones so that not one of them is broken. But misfortune shall slay the ungodly, and they that hate them. 
The Lord delivereth the souls of his servants, and all they that put their trust in him shall not be destitute. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 55th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come and buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread, and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Here, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God, and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Tadim on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein, them and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 35th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Again the next day, John stood with two of his disciples, and looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned, and seeing them following, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, when translated, Teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and remained with him that day, tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak, and followed him, 
was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus looked at him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo on page 15. O be joyful, Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who didst give such grace unto the holy apostle St. Andrew, that he readily obeyed the calling of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and followed him without delay, grant unto us all that we, being called by thy holy word, may forthwith give up ourselves obediently to fulfill thy holy commandments, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, the hum thy humble servants, in all assaults of the our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Today we celebrate the Feast of St. Andrew, uh, which has the unique um, role in the, in the calendar as being the, the rule of thumb for when Advent begins. A prayer book says that 
the Advent Sunday is always the Sunday nearest to St. Andrew's Day, whether before or after. So today's Thursday and the first day in Advent, Advent begins this Sunday, uh, and it's just a little closer to this Sunday, the Sunday before. Uh, it's possible that this ad, that St. Andrew's Day can fall, and then it, but then it would still be closer to the first in Advent than anything else. So that's kind of a notable thing about St. Andrew. Um, he's he's an apostle. He was a disciple of John the Baptist, as our New Testament lesson says. Um, and he began to follow Jesus when John pointed uh, uh, his followers that this is the Lamb of God. And then he went and got his brother Peter. Uh, uh, who who then came and 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 so he sort of has a mission to his brother brought his brother to to Jesus. Um, he, he is most of most of the of the apostles who went on missionary work um, were exactly where they went is is a little obscure because there aren't great records. They usually come later on <clears throat> in the work of Anus who wrote in the four hundreds. But it it seems like he he had ministry. In the patron of Scotland and Russia, he seems to have had maybe some ministry in the country of Georgia. Uh, the Scottish connection is, is usually because of the translation of his relics. Uh, there's a, a tradition that some of the St. Andrew's relics were taken to Scotland. <clears throat> Don't believe there's a, there's the dot, there's an idea that St. Andrew actually went there. Um, so that's kind of uh, the, the um, history of St. Andrew. When we have an apostle, a lot of the theme of, of the apostle is sort of this mission theme that, uh, you know, that because the apostles go out, we have Isaiah lesson, everyone who thirsts come to the waters. And it talks about the idea of witness. I've given him as a witness. Of course, Jesus is the primary witness. But then those who go out um, to preach the gospel or just to serve in life are witnesses because we are presenting to the world the evidence for Christ in our own life and manner of life and proclaiming. But one thing about being a, wit a witness and a missionary, because sometimes we use the word mission and there's a kind of a romance to it, you know, well, we're going to do mission and this is exciting, like a, like a, like a trip or something. And it's, it's dawned on me over the years in thinking about this and the challenges of mission that um, while it sounds romantic, uh, mission always involves sacrifice, that to do mission, you have to give something up. You have to, um, you know, that, that you have, uh, it starts with, for example, the Son of God who's enthroned with his Father in, in, in heaven. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost having a Trinitarian, uh, you know, uh, existence of fullness but they decide to share, to go, to to go outside of themselves, to create, and then the son to to redeem. And so, um, in the church, we you know we have communities that are that are full of life, and and we enjoy our time together. And then mission though means somebody leaves that to go somewhere else. And when they go to leave somewhere else, it means they won't be there anymore. St. Paul is a great missionary. It means he always left people. He always had to go. <clears throat> and I, and I, I think this is the, the thing we have to understand that in our culture, where often in the Christian life, we're so much thinking about uh, in, in consumer marketing terms of personal comfort. How's this going to pack me? What am I going to do that 
<clears throat> the church can't really have the mission without sacrament comfort to go somewhere else to do something and present the gospel. And I think this, this also derivatively speaks of all of our vocation as witnesses. We're not all called to leave and go somewhere. Uh, the, the, even the sort of parochial Benedictine model of the remnant that we cultivate, um, presumes a certain stability, but the stability of, of prayer and community is so each of us may, may go and be witnesses. And however we are being witnesses or participating in the missionary will always involve some kind of sacrifice something I give of myself. I might do something only for myself, but instead I will go and um, give for the, for the purposes of, of helping someone else or, or bearing witness to, to others. And so <clears throat> something to think about when we, when we think about and we celebrate these feasts of the apostles and today St. Andrew of our own vocation to go, to, to let go. The tradition is Andrew died as a martyr, the, the, the tradition that he had, the St. Andrew's cross, which is the X, is that he was tied to that and <clears throat> not nailed to it. So the idea that his, his tortures wanted him to suffer more, it, it's costly to give of ourselves. <clears throat> it's also greatly rewarding because as we give in love, as we give of the love we receive from God, we also receive back in love from others. It creates an economy of love but it requires the willingness to go, to sacrifice and give. And so it's, it's a good thing to meditate on as we go into Advent and think of St. Andrew's Day, how each of us in our own individual way is called to be missionary and the kind of sacrifices and giving and yielding of comfort that, that might require of us to do what God calls us to do. So a few thoughts about today's feast and lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving help unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy, ser unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
Bless thee for our creation, preservations of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Great to be with you this morning. Thank you, Chris, Robert, Bishop. Have a great Thursday. And a Thank great you, Easter everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Great day, everybody. Thank you.